0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, welcome back to Fleetfooter. I'm your host John Murray, and uh, actually, I'm kind of multitasking, or doing two things at one time. Have you want to really say that uh, right now? I'm in the middle of um, cooking supper, the uh, family has uh, stepped out. Uh, been out running errands. Uh, um, daughter stays after school. My son went to a friend's house, and my wife is actually going to pick him up. So, uh, so actually, kind of multitasking. I'm you know, fixing supper, and uh, we're doing we're doing this right this right this minute. Um, Certainly in the last uh, last couple days or so we've, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about and we we'll probably get a chance to talk about it a lot of it in this episode, I think this, I mean, this episode will probably talk about rumors, speculations, and we'll talk about one franchise tag that slapped on one player, but we'll talk about that. Um, again, as we, I guess as you've heard the latest, uh, Derek Carr has signed a deal to play with the New Orleans Saints this coming season. Um, We've heard about uh, you've heard about the Lamar Jackson situation. Lamar has got a uh, didn't did quite get the franchise tax slapped on him, but he's going to get paid thirty some million this year, and um, and he is willing to negotiate with any other team in the NFL that they could uh, make a trade with, or somebody can sell can somebody can go out there and say sign Lamar Jackson you know, let's say for $40 million, and Ravens can answer with $41 million per year if they really wanted to. So it becomes a very interesting, we'll take the wait-and-see approach with the Baltimore Ravens. Um, of course, we know about the Aaron Rodgers thing. There's been rumors going around out there that the New York Jets have reached out and they want to talk to uh, you know to the uh, Green Bay Packers about Aaron Rodgers, and the Green Bay Packers have given Aaron Rodgers the okay to go talk to the Jets, so we'll see if anything Ever comes out or not, or does um, or does Aaron Rodgers decide to uh, hang it up? And of course, there's a lot of rumors. Of course, now there's a rumor going around now that maybe uh, Tom Brady may not retire after all. There, his name's been etched in with the Miami Dolphins. Again, we'll we'll like I said, we we'll probably get a chance to talk about a Brady or or a Carr or Aaron Rodgers. Um, this uh, pretty much this episode. Of course, have you heard the latest report out that Daniel Jones has has officially signed with the with the New York Giants. You got a four year deal. I think it was what, 160 million, I think, eighty-five million signing bonus or something like that in that regard. So again, again it's good news for the New York Giants and and their fans. Uh, they have slapped the franchise tag on Barkley, which is kind of pretty much what the Giants were hoping would happen. And it did happen that way. So the Giants are at least they're kind of off to a good start in the offseason they signed two more key important players. So again that's good news for them. But again, like I said, we have a lot to talk about, a lot to catch up on. Um, not probably in this episode, but again, like I said, we'll probably use this episode for um, for a, one rumor going around, one franchise tag. We'll talk about uh, a cut that wasn't a surprise, and we'll talk about a um, we'll talk about one particular player at the combine. We talked about CJ Stroud last episode, but we'll talk about we'll talk about another player that is on everybody's radar, and we'll talk about him this episode. At least those four. Probably in the following episodes, we'll we'll, we'll get into the Derek cars and all the, you know, all the other, all of what's going on. Uh, as I usually stated, for those who join for the very first time, I want to say thank you for doing so. And please, by all means, invite your family, your friends, your loved ones, your neighbors, your fellow co-workers, uh, somebody at the convenience store, somebody on the street, somebody on the street corner. It doesn't really matter. Please, by all means, come on in listen, listen, please, I want you to come on in, I want to treat you like family, like, like your uh, friend of mine that I've known for many, many years, uh, I want you to come on in, listen to the podcast, uh, for those who knew from day one, I want to say thank you for doing so, and as, as I say, invite your family, your friends, your loved ones, your neighbors, your fellow co-workers, it doesn't matter, who maybe you need to invite, please invite them to come on in and um, listen to the podcast. Uh I guess if I go any further, if you might hear some dogs barking or maybe a beeping sound going off, please don't feel alarmed. Like I said, I'm in the middle of a cooking supper, so I'm doing two things at one time. Doing a uh, episode of my podcast and cooking dinner. So again, but we'll see, you know, as time goes on, you know, but hopefully we'll get all that done, we'll do the podcast and then go down and eat and hopefully we'll do another we'll do another episode possibly later on maybe in another hour or two but we will uh, certainly get to all we'll get into all the information I need that I need to get out there to you and we'll certainly get a chance to talk about what's going on in the world of football. Like I said, a lot is coming out very quickly and, and very fast. Um, trying to think of anything else I want to, I need to get out there to say. Uh, if you did not listen to me here on Anchor, I'm on Spotify, I radio, Stitcher. Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. So if you need to, by any means, you need to reach, reach, you know, if you do not, let's say, you know, listen to, any, listen to me on those, uh, and you can listen to where you know, wherever you're at. If you got a day off from work, which I had today, running around doing household chores, which I was doing today as well, um, whether you're, uh, let's say, you're uh, laying, out, laying out in the sun, uh, you know or running around doing errands or whatever the case might be please by all means Listen listen to the podcast as I say say before We're we're family here. We're talking nothing but football. There is no political You know religious beliefs or anything like this on, on the podcast. This is what this is what I talk about I talk about nothing but football and football is very important to me. It's I, I love it very dearly uh, I'm certainly uh, have n't had a chance to listen to the con to the combine because of my work schedule. Like I said before, I work a lot of lot of night shifts. I Work one thirty to ten. That is my shifts. That is my shifts. That's what I do five days a week. I get two days off a week. I am off today, and I will have a Saturday off this week. Uh, of course, looking ahead of that, the um, actually the wife wants to uh, wants to go out a date, and we don't get a chance to do that much. As often as we like to, we'll get a chance to, you know, to have, I guess, I guess, have like alone time together. Now, great. My kid's a little bit old, a little bit older. You know, one's 21, one's 15. But again, we don't get a chance to really kick back, relax, and have a lot of alone time. So at least we'll get a chance to catch a movie, do dinner, and it's been a while since I've even been to a movie theater. And I certainly know the uh, ticket, you know, ticket prices are outrageous, but one, then again, what isn't... What not gone up, whether you're at a grocery store, um, movie theater, you know, wherever the case might be, what, what is our uh, gas prices, what hasn't, what hasn't gone up, right, I know that's the way, the way the world, right, and that's kind of the world, the world we live in, unfortunate, um, I think i bored you enough, uh, before I go any further, I want to thank, I want to thank, uh, some of my Facebook followers, I've had, a, uh, some more businesses, um, that have added to my Facebook page. I want to them for doing so, and certainly I hope they get a chance to um, tell their customers about my podcast. And like I say we're going to keep growing and growing and growing. Um, hopefully, um, we will. Um, after this episode, we'll have one more episode going, and we'll wrap up, wrap up uh, another season of this. And hopefully, we're co- we're we're coming on that magic number two hundred here, and. Uh, Again, I never thought I'd get to the uh, two, the two hundredth episode, two hundred episodes, but we are slowly so really sure we're getting to that point. I know that I wanna say Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts have me at probably like two hundred and one or two or something like that, but that is not that is not the truth. I had a glitch in the system one time that kinda of messed that kinda of messed something up and I didn't get a chance to to catch up on I didn't get a chance and glitch in the system and it kind of, for some reason, ended up getting called you know for four episodes and not a episode. So again, so this is so this is not really officially two hundred episode as much as Google Podcasts, Rapid Podcast, or maybe Amazon Music or whatever else they might come out and say this. But again, we haven't got we haven't gotten there yet, but we're about to get there. And when we do, um, I will certainly let you know. And uh, I certainly want to thank those who have followed me, you know at least. All this way, um, I think that's probably that's probably enough. I think I've kind of bored you enough. Let's jump into what we want to talk about, and that's football. And uh, the first subject we'll bring up is, and again, it's a a rumor. is the first thing. Uh, a few days ago, I had read a um, I read something off of Facebook, and again, I can't I can't really I don't know where it was from. It could be a local writer or maybe you know somebody you know, from a USA Today or something like that. But there was a rumor that a writer had brought up something about to the point where maybe, of course, we all know DeAndre Hopkins is going to be a is trade bait. His name has come up lately. We all know Jalen Ramsey's name has come up. And Derrick Henry's name has been floating around here lately as a possible trade. Trade as Tennessee Titans as they could very well be um, looking to um, – rebuild or reload and rebuild for the future uh, they made like I said we talked about them a few other sco- so ago they made a couple of uh, a couple of cuts and um, like I said they made a couple of cuts so um, but of course they made an L- cut I think Bud Dupree I don't know if he's officially been cut yet but he's about to be cut here very soon Eastville kind Carolina gets a sour Tennessee Titans are shortly shredding shredding their um Cap space uh, pretty quick and pretty fast, uh, but like I said, DeAndre Hopkins is one name that's been come up with a lot lately. He's uh, new, new, new GM, uh, new head head coach. Uh, the Cardinals, I think they're going to try to shred some, you know, some cap space, and of course DeAndre Hopkins, uh, at thirty one years old, has uh, got a lot, a lot to count in the camp, and I believe the uh, and there's a rumor that the Cardinals are looking possibly move, to move him. Now, a lot of team, a lot of names have come up and in you know, a lot of names have come up in the conversation, but there's one writer who said that he felt that the Kansas City Chiefs might be a team could move into the forefront if there's a team that needs a um that could use his services. Now, it's an interesting fit for the simple fact is this. Now Juju Schmidt Schuster, he's a free agent. Um you get various reports. I've heard one report that Juju probably won't be back. I've heard one report that the Chiefs are going to try their best to re-sign him. McCall Hardman is a free agent. Um, I don't think Hardman's going to come back. Um, I believe he'll be he'll be probably elsewhere. Uh, Hardman is more of a dangerous return threat than a receiver. He hasn't really excelled. You know, has not really gotten better as far as a receiver goes. But he has been. He's a pretty dangerous return man. But again, he has speed. He can stretch the field out. And somebody probably take a gamble hard, because he can stretch the field out. Now, now, I know a lot of Kansas City fans are probably going to say, "Well, let me see. We had Tyree Kill. Uh, we traded. We traded him to Miami. We had a makeshift set of receivers, and yet we won the Super Bowl. Yes, we had Travis Kelsey, but you know, our running game was below average. Was below average most of the year." Um, we didn't have a number one receiver, but yet we won a Super Bowl. So, again, that is a pretty good statement to make. But, again, here's the thing is, if you're going to lose, let's say, for the sake of argument, you lose Juju Schuster, you also lose, um, yeah, and you could turn around and lose Hardman. then who does that, yeah, and you start to wonder, who does that kind of leave you, leave you with as far as your receivers go? Goal, goal. Um, yes, yeah, Travis Kelsey is still around without a doubt, but, you know, Kelsey is getting getting a little bit, you know, getting a little bit older, and, uh, you know, Kelsey, Kelsey is, thus far, he has stayed healthy most of his career, he has um, kept father time, you know, off his, um, off his beaten path, but eventually at one point in time, it's going to catch up to you after a while, and I'm not I'm not saying Kelsey's going to fall off the deep end, I don't think he will, he is still. Mahomes' is number one weapon, and it seems like, and people know this, but still, you can't stop him. You can some games, you might be able to contain him a little bit, but you're not going to stop him at all, and I think that's where the, um, and that's where a, a very interesting situation comes in. Again, if you start, you know, keying up on Kelsey, then again, there's, you know, then other weapons should come, you know, you would think free up, but again, you don't have, you have, you don't have that number one weapon. If you can't get Juju back and you can't get Harden back, then a the guy like then the guy like DeAndre Hopkins becomes an interesting fit. Now, again you have to find somehow to fit Hopkins under the cap. Now, you know Mahomes is cost his cost a share of money. Travis Kelsey is gonna cost money. Now, there is a word on the street about the Chiefs they might they might let um Frank Clark go his numbers have slipped and have slipped the last couple of years and I think about letting him go to free up some more cap space. Well, if you start freeing up a lot of cap space, maybe maybe just maybe after all you have a chance to get DeAndre Hopkins and let's put it this way, Hopkins had a six game suspension because of PED, but he still when he came back he still had the Cardinals in receiving and that's kind of a scary thought, even at 31 years old, if Hopkins can play a full 17 games, yes. He's still a thousand-yard receiver. Yes, he could probably get you 10-11 touchdown passes. And with Patrick Mahomes throwing in the football, yeah, you can put up uh, even better numbers with him than you could with Kyler Murray. Now again, for Kyler Murray, now for the Kyler Murray thing is let's let's be on Kyler Murray. He is of course, he, uh hurt himself. He is not going to be ready, at least the reports are he's not gonna be ready by week one. So again, that's out, that's out there. Again, you know. And again, they're talking about moving the Cardinals. They're talking about moving Hopkins again. Hopkins was not signed by this current regime, not by this current general manager, and not this head coach. So, yeah, I wouldn't put it the stretch out. I mean, I've heard Hopkins' name. I mean, I've heard one name down now that now that Daniel Jones is back in the fold. You've got Barkley kind of back in the fold, at least for one more year. Do the Giants do the Giants go for broke? And go get a DeAndre Hopkins. Again, I can I can see I can see Hopkins with the Giants. I mean, he would certainly be a huge upgrade where they got right now. Of course, I've heard the craziest is what the Dallas Cowboys could get could get. Well, you put Hopkins with Lamb, that would be that's pretty dangerous, pretty dangerous one two punch. But again, I don't I don't really see Hopkins. I don't see Hopkins. Of course, I've heard rumors that they're 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 still floating around the ideal of Odell Beckham maybe going you know going to Dallas again. But again, you know you think about the receiving class right now is not is is not really a huge receiving class out there. There's not really there's not really big names. I mean, I know um, Allen Robinson from the, you know who's playing for the Rams. We've heard a rumor that he is that he wants to... Of uh, L.A. He's seeking, he's seeking, uh, him and his agents are seeking trade partners. Um, Jacoby Myers had a preview here with the Patriots last year. He's out there. I don't think he'll be back with the Patriots. I wouldn't be surprised if he's somewhere else on a better offensive team. It could be a decent, maybe a decent number two receiver for somebody. Again, you've always heard reports that maybe Hopkins and Green Bay. Well, with Aaron Rodgers, let's say for the sake of our may not very well come back. He may be with the Jets. He may decide to retire. And if that's the case, do you take a gamble on it? Do you can somehow, can you somehow, you know, I don't think the the Packers can get him. There's a lot, of, you know, there's cash space. You have to eat a lot of cap space because of Aaron's contract. I'm sure there's a lot of dead money on that. And I can't see him coming. I don't really see him going to Green Bay. Detroit, no. I've heard the Chicago Bears. Yes, Chicago would certainly use him without a doubt. And... Again, the Bears do have cap space where they could bring in a DeAndre Hopkins, but again, they've got so many holes they've got to fill elsewhere that Hopkins would probably would probably waste his would probably waste the rest of his probably waste the rest of his career. Depends on how long he wants to play in Chicago. Now, Minnesota, I doubt they very seriously. You start looking, you start looking around the Carolina Panthers. I don't see the Panthers bringing him in. The Saints, I don't see the Saints bring him in if they convince Michael Thomas to hang around, or that's if they keep Michael Thomas, that's that's another question that has, that has to be answered, can they keep, yeah, can they keep Michael Thomas? Um, yeah, I mean, there's teams out there, I mean, I'm sure everybody would want DeAndre Hopkins, there's a lot of teams out there, um, if you know, what about them, what about the Baltimore Ravens? Well the Ravens, he would certainly be an upgrade, but then again, is Lamar Jackson gonna be with Baltimore when the season starts? Or does he not? Do do they trade him? Do Lamar does Lamar Jackson do a holdout like Le, on Bill did. Lady Yard Bill did at one point in time uh, several years ago. Yeah, uh, again, yeah, Hawkins would be an upgrade, a huge upgrade. But again, when I read with the Kansas say Chiefs, I thought to myself, that's kind of very interesting. Now, like I said, to think about it, Frank Clark might need back. They have, they have let Orlando Brown test the free agent market, and he was the left tackle, a one that covered Patrick Mahomes' backside. Now, for example, if you let Clark and you let Brown go, and you don't bring Juju back, you don't bring Harvey back, you're free up more money. Could there be a possibility? They so, say, you know what, let's go get Patrick Mahomes. Let's go get DeAndre Hopkins and it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise I mean I wouldn't be surprised I mean I've known the Chiefs Chiefs the Chiefs organization it's kind of like it's kind of like the Philadelphia Eagles organization you don't think Philadelphia's going to go get this player and they turn around and go get this player Philadelphia has a way of making those types of trades well Kansas City has a a habit of doing that too it was Andy Reid and company that moved up to get one Patrick Mahomes many years ago and look how that turned out now now granted, they also put a spin on last year where they traded Tyree Hill, and that was a surprise, a surprise deal. But they got a lot for Tyree Hill. And it was too good of a deal to pass up. And they won a Super Bowl without Tyree Hill. So one has to wonder is why would they need DeAndre Hopkins, a number one receiver, if they can win without Tyree Hill? Well, I think the different I think the different possibilities this time around is is you need you need a one receiver because right now the receiving core does not look like does not scare people to death. I mean, right now you got look, oh, Marquez, Val Scanlon, and there has been a word on the street that maybe he could be a one and done. They might cut him. You got Scott Martin drafted last year, Justin Watson. Again, I, to me that that's the receiving core. Those three does not do not really strike fear into the hearts. Yeah. Into the hearts of the NFL players. Now, Patrick Mahomes, yes. Travis Kelsey, absolutely. But those old guys don't do it. And again, Kelsey needs help. I mean, you can sit there and put, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, those, almost three, more about it, it's and Watson are not going to scare people. And again, you might have to do something like okay, go and get a DeAndre Hopkins. If you get Hopkins, of course, I'm sure you got to. You know, do something for money. Maybe, you know, maybe you can negotiate Patrick Mahomes. Maybe do grocery Travis Kelsey. Maybe, you know, the Chiefs are saying, hey, you know, for the last five years, we've been one of the better football, one of the better teams in the NFL, and maybe our window of opportunity could be, I wouldn't say it's closing, but Patrick is still relatively young. still got a lot of years left in Patrick Mahomes. But with Kelsey, you have to wonder how much time do you have left in Travis Kelsey. And I'm sure Kansas, I'm figure that he, Kelsey will probably retire a chief, and I hope, and I and I hope he does. But it becomes, it's going to get very interesting. And I can I see it. Yes, I can see if they pull out a deal and what he got. Hopkins, sure, I'm sure it probably will cost, probably maybe maybe a first round pick for Hopkins, and it's kind of hard not to want a first round pick for a guy that's one of the top receivers, probably on top one of the top still to you on the top ten receivers in the NFL. So, but again, it would be it would be dangerous. I mean, he would be dangerous. He would be dangerous if they could get certainly if they could get him, you know, in there. Again, like I said, money becomes money is going to become a certain issue. But again, let's say if you went and you got Hopkins, then, then my guess is do you go ahead and draft another receiver? Do you do you do you try to go get a um, another receiver now? The one possibility is, what if you get DeAndre Hopkins? Um, and then maybe for some other reason, you, um... Well, I guess we're talking about, maybe, do you, do you try to take a trade for Alan Robinson? Maybe you have Hopkins and Robinson as your new one-two punch. It's a stretch? Yeah, I know it's a stretch. Um, um, what about, do you gamble? A guy like Kenny Caldwell who just got cut recently by the, uh, by the Giants. We'll talk about him. We'll talk about him uh, soon, but do you go ahead and get a guy like... Do you, get, like, yeah. do you want to go ahead and try to get a guy like Jordan Myers? I mean, there are... Yeah, there are some guys out there that you can probably go... That you could probably go get, certainly. But uh, the Hopkins, I mean, Hopkins is the top guy to go get. It appears he is certainly the top guy to go get. And again, I can see... Yeah, and I can see that the Chiefs trying to take a chance on that. If you again, like I said, the Chiefs, the Chiefs they still have a pretty decent team. Um, again, the offensive line to me might take a step back if you lose Orlando Brown, which that could be a possibility. Um, and do you go, do you, do you go out and bring in Trevor Loon? Uh, excuse me, Taylor Loonan from the uh, Tennessee Titans who just. Um, he got yeah, he got cut recently. Do you bring him in and he's still a pretty it's still a pretty uh, forcible weapon? He's still one of the better tackles in the leg, provided he can stay healthy. Do you go ahead and get him, bring him for a chip value? Got, I mean that's popular that that's that's set out there. But again, you know the running game. You know the running game, it still had they still Still need some help in the running game. In the for now mm-hmm. Isaac Shenko—he looked he looked pretty well this past season, but again, the running game is still still needs work. And again, the receiving core is not does not strike fear in the people. It does not strike fear the people. Again, of course, if you let Frank Clark go off a of defense, I think you have more no guys. You your secondary. was it? Um, you got the yeah, second year. You got some guys and the second year that are going to be a um, a free, need some free agents as well. So again, the Chiefs have got like most people, they've got they got some stuff they've got to try to figure out and try to um, take care of. But the amateur Hopkins thing, I got to say this: it looks it could be a very interesting possibility. I don't know if the Chiefs will go out there and be able to land. But somebody I'm sure will go out there and land, you know, land the Andre Hopkins. And whoever does so, if I'm assuming that he'll get traded, if not, do the cartless turn keep keeping. But again, you has got a lot of money, you've got, to remember, you've got money tied up in the And you do have Marquise Brown, but again, Marquise Brown is not on the same level as the Andre Hopkins. But yeah, that means you make him do, that means you're gonna make him new number one. Weapon and Hopkins, where does Hopkins go? Where is the best fit for Hopkins? I mean, I would say the Giants, If the Giants wouldn't go for and They want to really you know, really compete with the uh, Eagles and the Cowboys in that division, then yeah, he would be a very interesting fit. I don't know how him and Daniel Jones would get along. I think that would be a, that would be a situation that, yeah. You know, I think Hopkins and Holmes could get along very easily. I think I'm sure Travis Kelsey is welcome in, in with those The Ravens, the Ravens can certainly use him, but again, you don't know how much longer Lamar Jackson is going to be there. That's you know that's certainly a, that's certainly another uh, situation that you have to look look into. You start looking around. You start looking around. I mean, I know you figure what about maybe the New England Patriots? Bill Belichick is the known to every once in a while. Pull pull that wild card out. But I don't see him, I don't see Belichick at this particular stage to bring in the, DeAndre Hopkins. So DeAndre Hopkins, I guess you could say the watches, is certainly again. The watch is there. We'll see if he if he ends up. If he ends up in maybe is it with the Giants or somebody else? But for right now. The Chiefs, Hopkins, it's a scary thought. It's not it's not saying that it can't be done. Because you have to wonder, if you're not bringing Orlando Brown back, maybe you're letting Frank Bright go. You don't bring Juju back. Maybe maybe you know, maybe the Chiefs are going to work. Maybe they go ahead and get Hopkins. And Hopkins. It's not keep yourself in good shape. You might get a couple years out of Hopkins and that's the case. The Chiefs are still our team are still top contenders in the AFC. How to driving up, how they have a chance. I'm sure, I'm sure they be famous when you are all see West again this year, this coming season. But again, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens with these, uh, with this, uh, with Kansas City. But for right now, could I see Hopkins? Yes, I could see Hopkins. Probably Chiefs. I can see in the Giants. I can see a couple other teams. But let's be honest. The writer, maybe the writer, maybe the writer who wrote this article, maybe he's on to something. Maybe he's on to something. You know, maybe the Chiefs are setting us up for he's setting us up for the kill. And that would be a dangerous thing. You put Hawkins, Patrick Holmes, Travis Kelsey, again. Maybe you bring in a, a a veteran receiver that, you know, that nobody that nobody might talk about. But yeah. You know, I mean what about what about the Chiefs? I've heard there's always a lose the Chiefs. They can go get maybe Odell. They can bring go get Odell and bring in a little bit of a cheap, a little bit of cheaper price. Yes, yeah, I can see that as that as, as, as possibility as well. Certainly, without a doubt. But gotta net. Chiefs, DeAndre Hopkins, it's kind of a scary thought, don't you think? Hopkins? It is a scary ball, Hopkins, the Chiefs. Would I put it past him? No, I wouldn't put it past him to this. Maybe it's him. Like I said, the Chiefs, they're a team that they feel that they're up pick up opportunities. Maybe they're just closing. Maybe they feel that uh, their time is almost up. They've had a good five-year run, And then you gotta look around, look around the teams. Buffalo, Buffalo still goes as a contender. Now, I don't see Buffalo going to get Hopkins i heard Buffalo rumors with Derrick Henry because they need a running game. But again, anything is, anything is possible out here. Anything is possible. Certainly. But um, Hopkins, Chiefs, I wouldn't put it past them. I think it's a very good possibility. Now for my uh, Dallas Cowboy fans, we have already heard the uh, story that Tony Pollard has got the franchise tag slapped on him, so he's making about ten million, ten plus million. Well, not ten plus million, but ten point whatever million it is. Now, again, there's another word that uh, Terrence Steele. They have they have slapped a uh, they slapped some kind of tag on him, and now I think he will call somebody like a second round draft pick if they want to come and get him. So Dallas is. Off and running they've got they've got some ideals in place. Now, you've heard so many different reports about the Cowboys that they might be interested in. You've heard the Odell Beckham the Odell Beckham story. I've heard that. Of course we've heard about the Andre story. I've heard the Cowboys to reach out to maybe Jalen Ramsey. I've heard even Patrick Peterson's a possibility, you know, to the to the Cowboys. So I've heard a few stories of the Cowboys interesting in a few people. I mean, I've even heard of you know, Taylor Loonan as a possibility, maybe bringing him in. I've heard that. I've heard that. But now, it seems like the Cowboys have made the one move, the one move that we all figured we were going to do, and that was franchise tag Tony Pollard. Now, with that being said, that means Dalton Schultz will probably no longer, will not be back in the Dallas Cowboys. That means he'll take his act elsewhere. Of course, we've heard about the Chargers as a possibility, but... The Chargers, they, I think, they've got to worry about some cap space. And then again, what team in the NFL right now doesn't have to worry about cap space, right? What team doesn't? You've got a few teams that certainly um, are okay as far as the cap, the cap space goes. Not very many, but there are a few out there. So with Pollard now, the question mark comes. with Pollard, you know, coming back. Grant Pollard uh, had a fracture fibula. We don't know if he's going to be ready by week one again. Does that mean Zeke does that mean Zeke gets cut? Does Zeke stay around, have to get cut pay? A lot of reports seen it fail that Zeke is gonna wind up being released. Pollard will be the will be the number one running back when he is completely one hundred percent healthy. And certainly it's hard not to Yeah, certainly Pollard has earned that right to be the number one running back for the Cowboys. Um, you know, Zeke's numbers have gone down the last few years and Zeke is not what he used to be. Now, Zeke is still, yeah, Zeke is still a pretty good guy within the 10-yard line. Yeah. He can still, like, I think he, did, he had 12 rushing touchdowns last year. So that part of the game, Zeke's game is still, it's still there. But Zeke is, doesn't have the burst of, it, doesn't have the burst that he once did. He doesn't have it anymore. Tony Pollard does. Tony Pollard is a better receiver than Zeke. Tony can give you a little bit more than what Zeke can give you. And certainly, Tony is, um, Where's Tony Pollard right now to me, yes, a lot of Dallas Cowboys fans are gonna back it up that he's going to be, that he should be the should be the number um number one running back. But then again, I don't see Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard's not the type of guy who's would carry the ball 25, 30 times a game. Um sure, I could see maybe if you're lucky, fifteen carries if you're lucky, and he's gonna probably catch some passes, certainly some passes in the backfield. But again, where is the other running back Going to come again. You again, there's a draft class, there's a pretty decent draft class. Maybe the Cowboys. I don't think the Cowboys will spend a number one world pick on a running back. I think they'll probably get running back later in the draft. You probably get a, a decent running back, you know, later on in, in the draft. But again, I know that I'm sure Dallas Cowboy fans are probably wishing that a guy was Robinson from University of Texas now, he would be. Certainly, I think if you got him, to me Robinson would probably bring you more to the table than Pollard would. But I don't think they're going to do that. They're, they've got other spots. I know there's a secondary they want to fill. Uh, certainly, another offensive lineman. Again, tight ends in this year's draft are pretty are pretty stellar. Um, but again, but again, this is not surprising that they went they went ahead and. Um, actually decided to keep Tony Pollard around. That's not a surprise. But I'm very interested to see what their move is as their second running back. Do they keep Zeke around now? I know that, um, I know the possibility out there that Zeke may very well stay with him. Yeah, he could stay the Dallas Cowboys, but he have to take a, a cut and pay. And that could be a very interesting Interesting thought. Would Zeke, would Zeke consider doing that? Reports are that Zeke would really consider taking the cut of pay to hang around the balance. So again, that option is, is there. But then again, if Dallas decides to cut him, you know, you go ahead and cut him outright, saves him money, money on the count, then you have to wonder where, Zeke, where could Zeke go to. Now, the one weird possibility, Philadelphia Eagles. Now, Philadelphia Eagles have no Miles Sanders. He is a free agent Do. Does Philadelphia stick to Dallas, bring Zeke in, and hope that Zeke has still got something, you know, something in the, you know, in the tank? Again, that possibility. What about, now, the weird possibility of the Detroit Lions? Now, DeAndre, yeah, now you got to remember DeAndre Swift. He's injured. You know, he's always seems to be injury prone. Williams, Jamel Williams, who had a good year last year, he is um, a free agent. They could probably bring Williams back. But what if you put Zeke in with Swift? Now, that would be... That'd be kinda of like what you had in Dallas. Could I see Detroit doing it? I wouldn't doubt it. Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears need a running back. Montgomery is a free agent. You don't know if Montgomery's gonna come back. Um but again, what about, you know, but again, I don't I don't see Z have that poor offensive line. I really don't see it. And you start you, you really start looking around, uh, the Panthers. The Panthers could be an interesting fit. Of course, they have no quarterback to speak of as of as of right now the But again, could Zeke? Yeah, would you really have Foreman? Would you have Zeke? Some people might might take Foreman at this stage Uh, The Saints could be a very interesting fit, you know, uh, Alvin Kamara could be a service suspension Um, Maybe a six or eight gauge suspension. Do you reach out Now now you've got your quarterback in place? Do you reach out and go get Zeke? and put Zeke, you know, and take a chance on Zeke, even though you got Kamara. That possibility, I think, is an interesting possibility to certainly to look look into. Um, there's others, I mean, there's other, you know, there's other situations out there. You keep, you keep going through it. Um, the Cardinals, I mean, Grant and James O'Connor, James Connors had the last couple of years have been very good for the Cardinals, but do you go ahead and get another veteran running back? I don't know if I see that. Where, what about the Seattle Seahawks? Seattle likes to have two quality running backs. They've got a good young running back and Kenny Walker right now. But do you bring but do you bring in Zeke? Now, whether whether Pete Carroll would, would go with that ideal or not, I don't you know, don't know. Um, again, you start you start looking, what about the New York Jets? You gotta remember Brace Hall is is poor as ACL. He can be out for an extended period. His injury might go into the regular season. Again, they do have Michael Carter, but what if Zeke comes in? But again, the Jets seem to have a quarterback. Um, again, I where, what about the Buffalo Bills? The Buffalo Bills you need know, a running back. They do have James Cook. But do you bring in Zeke? Do you take a chance on Zeke? You could probably get Zeke cheaper. than you can try to go ahead and trade for Derrick Henry. But again, Zeke and Buffalo would be. Kind of interesting fit. Um, the Miami Dolphins created very interesting. I can see Zeke Miami again. Again, you got Wilson. You got Racine Rasard is a uh, is a speed demon, and Wilson, of course, both of those guys are familiar with Mike McDaniel's system. But again, uh, both guys were hurt last year, and you have to wonder. You know, and it's crazy to sound. Zeke is probably more durable than those two guys. Uh, I don't know. I don't see him in New England. I like Stevenson, and I don't really want anybody to come in and really mess around with Stevenson. Now, the Ravens could be an interesting possibility. Yes, they got J.K. Dobbins, and J.K. should be up in every down back. But there's talk about releasing Gus Edwards. Do you bring in Zeke to pair with with J.K.? Again, it's out there. I don't really see Cleveland... Um, Pittsburgh I don't see, I don't see Cincinnati, I know there's been buzz about Nixon, but I don't see, you know, Zeke fitting in, fitting in in that, in that situation, I really don't see it. Um, you start going around, what about, one way possible about the Jacksonville Jaguars, you got Travis Antion, but what about if, if he needs a spell, you, you go get Zeke, you put him in Jacksonville. It'd be a nice little one-two punch. You can let Zeke going to the five yard line, let him get those those touchdowns. Again, I put it out there. I don't see the Texans. I don't see the I don't see the Colts. I really don't see the Titans. So you start looking around. But what about the Kansas City Chiefs? Now, I don't think Zeke fits the Chiefs system. But again, Zeke could be probably a little bit of an upgrade of what they have right now. Um Chargers, I don't see. I, again, one word possible about the Denver Broncos: Javante Williams. Again, he had an ACL injury himself. There's been word, and the truth is that his injury is going to probably he might he will not be ready probably by you know by week one. So I could you know could um, could Sean Payton reach out to Zeke Elliott? That's a possibility that might make more sense. And oh, to the Raiders—they've got Josh Jacobs back in the fold. So I don't see that happening. So, but again, with Tony Pollard, this puts a lot more pressure on Tony. A lot, a lot, lot's going to expect a lot of Tony Pollard now. And can Tony step his game up? Now, Tony, I believe is what twenty-six. So, Tony, I mean, Tony might have, Tony gets all another maybe what, you know, three, maybe three more years with the with the team. I mean it's a possibility. It's it's certainly a possibility, but I gotta be you know, I gotta be honest. Um, you have to wonder what well, again, will the Cowboys take a running back in the draft? I, I would be totally shocked if it didn't. I don't think they'll take one early. I think they'll go try to get one late and see if they can find a uh, a diamond the old uh, diamond in the rough, sort of speak. But now the truck now a lot is now. A lot more is going to be on. Tony, on Tony Pollard, and can Tony step up? Step up and deliver. We will, we will see. But again, he's got he's got the um. But right now, if he's not ready by week one, there's a possibility he may not very well be. Then maybe Zeke does come back, a cheaper salary. And then again, but again, maybe they, maybe they take a chance and get rid of um maybe get rid of Zeke. Again, running back in the draft, but we'll you know we'll, we'll see how this we'll see how this all all this all this uh, pans pans out. Now, as soon as we talk about CJ Stroud of the uh, top young young quarterbacks in this year's draft, we got to talk about the number one guy, and that's Bryce Young. And again, um, again, he was I think he was measured the other day. He was measured the other day. I think he came in what like maybe. Six feet, 204 pounds, or he might have been six feet. Or they were, they were basically cracking on young on the young man's size now. And I know it's, been a, it's it's kind of a tricky thing we talk about size and the uh, size of a quarterback in the NFL, and it's got to the point now where we're talking about like the hand size because this guy grip the ball well. Can he grip the ball in the rain or the snow? And this, this is all you know. This is all. Of course, everybody wants that prototypical guy that looks like maybe Justin Herbert, who's a big dude, or Patrick Mahomes, who's a tall guy. You know, again, but again, as as years as time has gone on, you've got guys that are quick. Yeah, they're now mobile can scramble. You've got guys like the Lamar Jacksons, the Kyler Murray's of the world that are sitting out there in this year's track. And Bryce Young kind of fits fits that bill. He can scramble out. He can scramble. Get you a few rushing yards, I'll certainly, and again, he's not a bad thrower of the football. Now, I think some people that CJ will notice might have a stronger arm, maybe than Bryce Jones, maybe. But again, again this the size thing, of course, a lot of NFL experts want that. A lot of NFL scouts, experts, and everything else on the Sun, they want that. They want that you know big quarterback, and Bryce does not fit the bowl. But then again, you have to look at it. let's look at it this way. Everybody knows the Drew Brees thing. Drew Brees wasn't a big wasn't a big quarterback, right? But Drew Brees had a Hall of Fame career. He got New Orleans the only Super Bowl that they've, that they've ever that they've ever had. So you can kind of make a uh, you know. Again, Russell Wilson to me is not the biggest quarterback in the world, but again, he's won two Super Bowls. So to me, size is size is um, kind of an underrated thing. I mean, I know some people take it more than what it's worth, but again, with Bryce Young, Bryce Young's been to a couple, you know, a couple of national champion, championships for the Alabama. And do you think a guy like Nick Saban cares about a guy's size? If Nick, if Nick Saban or another coach sees something in particular, it doesn't matter the size, then yes, they, they'll go ahead and recruit him. And an NFL team is certainly going to get him. And Bryce, and as of right now, let's be honest, the one team that appears to be the case that might get him, appears to be the Houston Texans. They've got the number two overall pick in this year's draft. And right now, as it stands, they will more than likely get a chance to pick Bryce Young. And with Bryce, I'm interested to see what Bryce can do in the NFL. But again, to me, Alabama may have more talent than the Houston Texans. So Bryce is going to probably struggle. Now, if Bryce gives the Houston Texans fan anything that Deshaun Watson gave him, yeah, before although having Deshaun Watson, then they're in pretty, pretty good shape. But you got to look. Bryce is good. He's like I said, didn't have talent. The offensive line not really good. You do have a DME Pierce. So I will give you that. But you don't have that. You don't have that number. You do not have that number one receiver. again you have brandon cooks but again brandon cooks is a very interesting possibility we haven't talked about brandon cooks so you may be able to get traded now there's a thought for kansas city maybe go will get brandon cooks but again brandon i think he's what 18 million on the books i think on the books this season but i think brandon but again brandon cooks is a pretty quality tight end he had he didn't have a great year this past year injuries and again I think he got a suspension, I believe, from Houston Texans. Again, because of a, um, maybe they not really considered a um, to them, it probably wasn't considered a suspension. But again, he was had to set out. But again, again, you have a new head football coach, and again, that's that makes that makes uh, things a little interesting as well. For you know. For you. So again, there is no mix saving. you don't have the offensive line, you don't have the spectacular defense that you've had all those years in Alabama. so Bryce Young is going to have his work cut out you know, if, if, and we're speculating, a lot of people left, we're speculating that he will get drafted by the Houston Texans, but again, what is that old expression, doesn't matter about the, you know, what is it, doesn't matter about the fight, I can't remember the expression, I can't try word, is. It's not about the it's not about the size, but it's about the fight. Well, the bottom line is, we're certain Bryce Young's got a lot of fight in him, and I'm sure Bryce is going to um, do the very best he can for what he for what he has, you know, work with in Houston. Pretty much where he's going to go, and we're assuming that's where he's going to go, unless a team unless a team leapfrogs over again you know, all the Chicago Bears and look at the trade their pick and. There is a possibility where maybe a team like the Colts, maybe the Panthers, maybe the Raiders make a, sh- a move up. But uh, if, it, now, if that's the case, you got to look at the Panthers. The Panthers have a questionable offensive line. The running game can be a little bit questionable. They do have a D.J. Moore for the Raiders. Yes, you have Josh Jacobs. Kind of a, a below average offensive line. But you got his long Adams. You got a Hunter Renfro. You got a Darren Waller. So yeah, I mean you look at it this way, the best chance for him would be offensively wise would be the Raiders. But again, the Raiders defense is a huge, a huge, you know, huge issue. we've already discussed the Texans, the Panthers, the Colts. The Colts offensive line is a little bit is, is a little bit, you know, is a little bit questionable. Certainly their offensive line, like as a look questionable. You do have a Jonathan Taylor, you have one receiver, Michael Pittman, but you have a pretty decent defense. Now, again, if the Colts can come in, fix you know, maybe add grab an offensive line or two, maybe add a receiver, maybe a tight end, then maybe maybe the Colts could be the team to beat in the AFC South and not the Jacksonville Jaguars. But we feel the Jacksonville Jaguars, at least as of right now, are the team to beat in this in this division. And I gotta say and I got to say that I believe this is the I got to believe this is the case right here. That they are the team to beat right right now. So again, again we'll, we'll see. But I think you know, but with this this thing always gets, this thing always gets gets me as to the size and everything. In this guy's size and and whatnot. And again, you know some you know some teams they like they're worried about the size. They um, the guy's not big enough hands, he's not gonna be able to, like I said, put the ball in the snow or the rain, or you know. Um, but again, people are concerned concerned about that, and they're always concerned about the size. Can you, yeah, you can steal the offensive linemen, yeah, or that's always been the case. Um, but again, I gotta say, deep down, deep down inside, I think we'll, we'll see what Bryce Young can do in due time. Now, I can't speculate that Bryce Young is going to be a uh, I'll probably look for many, many years. He's going to be a future Hall of Famer. Again, that's all speculation on you know on my part and everybody else's part. But again, if you think, yeah, but some people feel that, and again, and all NFL teams know simply it is hard to find that quarterback. And again, many years teams have tried for many, many years to find that that quarterback. I mean, like I said, we've already talked about you know was uh, Miami how many years to, to get Dan Marino to it and then all of a sudden Tua finally many years later Tua comes and Tua had a good year last year but concussions become an issue. You know what about what about the Broncos? The Broncos spent many many years looking for one until they had to go out and get Peyton Manning. Then again they had another stretch they figured hopefully Russell Wilson would take care of that issue but of course in time we'll see if Russell can bounce back and play you know, it'd be it'd be that guy. Again, again, you can spe- again speculation. Again, you think about it. What about what about the Pittsburgh Steelers? You had Terry Bradshaw for all those many years, and they struggled to find that that find that quarterback. And then again, it took them to get 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 Big Ben to give him stability. Again, you think about you go from Bart Starr struggling quarterback, then you get Brett Favre. Then again, luckily you had Aaron Rodgers that was, you know, in reserve. What about the Chicago Bears? The Chicago Bears have been trying to find a quarterback since what? Sid Luckman? Yeah, And, of course. Yeah, Sid Luckman was even before my time, but I've read enough about Sid Luckman. You think about Detroit? Detroit had a had a bad quarterback situation for many many years until they drafted. Of course, they had with Bobby Lane. Then they struggled. Then it took them to get but Matthew Stratford finally came in. Yeah. So again, yeah, again, it's it's hard. It's hard. Some people, you know, some people can get can get it right, and some teams can't. But again, for for this man, I gotta say this point blank and simple, Matthew. But again, for uh, Bryce Young, yeah, I think Bryce is a. Um, again, I'm interested to see if Bryce will be the guy to certainly take take a franchise and you know, and it's sure like you until another level as we'll get him back on track and I gotta be honest with you. And if you're vice Young, yeah, you don't think Vice has you don't think Vice has not heard the um, you don't think Vice has heard the story so many times about my size and this, this and this. And I'm sure he probably arguabates Vice and this But as the old saying goes, yeah, that's one way to go do it. That's just to shut him up go out there you know, go out there and be a pole and go out there and be a pole bowler. Take your team to the playoff. Take the playoff consistently. Heck, get a Super Bowl. If you do that, and you certainly, you certainly keep, I mean, you certainly keep, you can sure, certainly shut up a lot of uh, NFL experts, a lot of analysts. But again, for base, I know the height. Let's be honest with you. You know, all of us were born with the uh, the height genes height And size. And, I mean, heck, I'm. Five foot two, so obviously, I, I didn't get jeans. Yeah. I didn't get those jeans, obviously. Again, I don't weigh 200 some pounds. I might weigh maybe 110, 115, or something, something along those lines. So, again, I was not, I did not inherit to those, um, supposing those jeans, but Bryce Young, I'm sure Bryce is tired of listening to it. I'm sure he's tired of getting interviews and. Experts and analysts, you know, and everybody else on the sun, getting you know talking about his hype. But at the end of the day, we'll see if Bryce can um, shut those experts up. And for me, Bryce, we'll see if if he if he can do just that. And the last thing we'll talk about is, of course, a, a recent release that not a surprise release, and that was uh, Kenny Caldwell. Now, Kenny. There was a point in time in Kenny's career that he was like a top 15 receiver when he was with the uh, Detroit Lions. He kind of went from like an unknown an unknown player. He got a chance to play with Matthew Stratton for a couple of seasons. And he really, he really set the uh, proverbial world on fire. And he did it. Now, and he had a couple of good years to the point where he became a free agent. And, and the Giants went up and uh, they got him. And... Everybody thought that the Giants had stole the deal. Well, unfortunately, of course, towards the end of his run with the um, Giants, as I was he, was he just came off you know, the of this showman, but and he did. Kenny was a talented, uh, talented guy whose um, career, I guess, a career got sidetracked with, with with injuries. And like I said, towards the end of his career, in his run with um, Detroit. He suffered injuries, and which came, which kind of made him expendable to the point where the Giants went in and took a chance on him because because George gave up on him. That I'm sure the Giants figured that he would be, he would not be, it's injury prone. Of course, what happens? He ends up going to the Giants and becomes injury prone, and he never. It's been several years since the man has played a full. Different. regular season. And it's a sad part because again, the man was a talented player. He was a talent he was a top fifteen receiver at one point in time in this game. Now, with that being said, is there somebody out there that would take a chance on Kenny Holiday? Yes, somebody would take a chance. If Kenny yeah, I mean Kenny's not gonna be the barn burner. To me I think Kenny at this stage could be a possession receiver and I think could be a pretty decent one. I don't think he's gonna Take a top off of people like he once did. I think those days are over with. But I think under the right circumstances, of course, yes, he stay healthy. That's the biggest thing is he's got to be that guy. Is there teams out there? Yes. Now the Dallas Cowboys, I get it. You know, he could be a number two towards C.D. Lamb. He would be a slim upgrade, but again, he's got to stay healthy. Again, what about the Green Bay Packers? They could use a veteran receiver like Kenny Colliday. But again, can he stay healthy? That would be the situation. And again, he'd be good for Watson. He'd be good for Dobbs. Now, what about the Minnesota Vikings? Well, you figured Adam Thielen could get cut. Now, KJ, now KJ Osborne may very well be the be the new number two. But again, I wouldn't discount the possibility of Kenny maybe under a one year deal, cheap contract. He could go in and be the next. Next, he could be the next. He could be the number one. He could be like a number two, maybe a number three for the Minnesota Vikings. I, would, I don't I doubt that he can't do that. Again, could Chicago? Well, Chicago needs all the receiving help they can get, but I don't know if, if I mean, maybe he gets a cheap deal. Maybe Kenny can, he can uh, work, you know, could do okay by Justin Fields. That's a situation that, again, you have to take into consideration. Again, I mean, there's teams out there. The Panthers, well, about the Carolina Panthers. They can use a number two to go with DJ Moore. You know, maybe, maybe again, cheap deal. What about the Saints? Michael Thomas, again, the, yeah, I think the, but the, again, the Saints had some, a couple of young receivers stepped up last year, so maybe not. And you start looking, you start looking around. The Seattle Seahawks. Seattle's been looking for a number three receiver for many, many years. can Kenny become a number three receiver for them to go along with Lockett and Metcalf? I don't, th- I mean, it's an interesting thought. Do I put it out there? Could be. For the Cardinals, what about the Cardinals? You know, if let's say for the sake of argument, if Beto you know, Hopkins gets traded, they need they, somebody's got to step in. I'm not saying Kenny's a great; he's not DeAndre Hopkins, but he can do he can certainly do something, you know, something for the uh, for the you know for the team. You know, you look around, but what about the Buffalo Bills? Okay, I get it. You know, again, again, could Kenny is Kenny. If he's completely one hundred percent healthy, he could be a slightly better than maybe, you know, maybe Gabe Davis. But again, I'll put you know, you put it out there. The Patriots, the Patriots could gamble on him. Maybe. Again, I'll put you know you you put it out there. But if you start looking around the Ravens. Well, yeah, the Ravens could be a poss- poss- possibility as well. Uh, Cleveland, Cleveland's looking for a number two receiver. Could could you have Kenny on one side if he's healthy? Go along with Cooper, but again, I would like to think the downside there will be an NFL team out there that they will take a chance on him. The Colts, the Colts could use him. Heck, Tennessee could use a body at receiver, right? But again, moving forward, yeah, I think there's a team, there's an NFL team out there that is willing to take a chance on one, on one Kenny Holiday. It would have to be a one-year deal, and to see what he can do. But again, Kenny's got Kenny's got to be 100 percent healthy. And the biggest thing with Kenny Holiday is it's been a long time since he's been 100% healthy. That's all that happens. It was episode 11. Please take care of yourselves. I'll see you again soon.